0: He's the King of Edinburgh, now he's the new Mayor of London. Will you please welcome Richard Herring! Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Oh, no, it's wrapped up. Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Le Hesterpour. I said it wrong. LAUGHTER I had to read it, and I still said it wrong. But there you go. It's a complicated acronym this time, but we have to stick with what we know. And I am the mayor of London. I'm the self-appointed mayor. Well, other people have appointed me. I didn't want to do it, but uh, because I've got... I've been on Have I Got News For You, and I've got funny hair, and I take nothing seriously. That's enough, apparently. (laughs) That's all that you need. So, uh... I'll be enjoying my tenure. This is a uh, podcast in which I will be interviewing some notable uh, comedy per- personas and personages. Um, and they're mainly, they're may- mainly not personas, they are actual people. <laughs> uh, 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 we got some fantastic ones uh, lined up. Charlie Hickson, Charlie Brooker, some idiot called Stuart Lee. Uh, uh, Graham Linehan and Nick Frost all coming up next week. Done, it's a surprise, secret surprise. I've got someone very exciting who might possibly do it, so it's well worth buying tickets for me. We'll have someone fantastic. <laughs> get tickets now, just in case. And then if it, if it just turns out to be my dad, <laughs> then we're a pretty good podcast. It's uh, not going to be Andrew Collins, that's all I'm going to tell you. That's no chance. Um, but, uh, oh, I forgot to bring the prizes out. That's a shame. I will have to get those. There will be a competition... Uh, at the end of the show, for every, the people who've bothered to pay to come here, the people at home are listening to this for free. Ooh, you should hate them. Uh, they should be—they're all, they're all laughing at you at home. They—they they think you're idiots, but you're not idiots because you're going to get the chance to win Andrew Collins audio book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's me in wherever I am in the corner, or something. It's called—I can't remember what it's called. That uh, it, it, it sold really well, but they over—they they, over-subscribed to the number. Of uh, copies of it they had to the extent that when Chris Evans, not that one sends me my DVDs through the post he kind of uses Andrew Collins audiobooks to, as bolts just, <laughs> just to weight the package up so it doesn't shift in transit so that is so you get one of those uh, there's some good stuff, so an As It occurs To Me CD uh, one of my books uh, and all brilliant stuff £50 pounds I'm going to give someone tonight as well this, so there's a proper... <laughs> It's worth coming down. Uh, maybe a couple of tickets to one of the future shows as well. I think next next week I think we am going to give away two tickets to see Stuart Lee, which you can't get for love nor money. So it's worth coming next week just for that. Anyway, I've got uh, I've got married. Um since in fact it's my it's my one month anniversary today that I've been Prime them prime them to uh, <laughs> uh, and I've noticed actually there's a lot of women in the audience tonight, much more than usual. Usually this is ninety-five percent men. One uh, percent women and four percent other, uh, but tonight there is a lot of women which I can only imagine is due to my increased sex appeal as a married man that 's why women have heard of married and they 're trying to get to me and try and steal it 's not going to work. You can try as hard as you like, girls You can, you can try harder than that if you like (Laughter. We'll see how it goes. But it was good, very good fun getting married. My favourite thing about getting married, and it's, I've put this off, I'm 44 years old, I know I don't look it, stop shouting out, it's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and uh, I've waited this long to get married. But my favourite thing on the day we got married, we had we got married in the registry office, and um, we went to a kind of nice hotel to have a big meal. My family were there, and some of our close friends. Tim Minchin... Uh, didn't bother turning up. Um, <laughs> he's invited, didn't bother turning up. Uh, and uh, uh, my dad's at the top table. Because it's quite a posh hotel, they had, um, they had two little, uh, kind of, tit, little tiny little jars, like of after-dinner mint, you know, just a minster, breath mints uh, in one, just a little swivel top thing. And then a lip salve, like lip balm that you put on your, your lips, which is kind of a nice touch. Everyone had this given on their table. And uh, as I was about to stand up and do my speech, my mum told me that my dad uh, had eaten his lip balm. <laughs> Because he thought it was cheese. That's, I don't know, he's from Somerset, and it's, I don't think, this it, is sophisticated London waves, but why would they be serving cheese in like a tiny, such a tiny amount in this kind of jar you had to open? Um, when, Why did he realise it wasn't cheese when he is eating it? <laughs> I'm going to go, there's something a bit odd about this cheese, it's sort of wax. Did he think that that did he think that there was cheese underneath the wax so he's like down damn well if I eat the wax then I'll get to the good bit of the cheese luckily I was married by this stage so my wife couldn't get back out when she realised what a family of idiots she'd married into. we're a family of idiots but we've got the most moisturised intestinal tracts our anuses are sparking pew, like that, pew. <laughs> they're always slightly lubed up and ready to go if you just lube you're lube that way that's, I think that's what my dad was up to. That was my—I think when, when I've forgotten everything else about the wedding, that's all I'm going to remember. I'm not sure. Not, my dad eating—he was really just—he's 76 years old. We shouldn't really laugh. He's, really, well, he's probably mentally ill. Um, so, so it's good to see that. Um, there's some big news. Uh, well, I, I'm doing. I've forgotten all the things I meant to bring out. It's ridiculous. I want to. I'm going to. Tim, can you on uh, on my desk in there? There's like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to come. Just okay, and I think I'm gonna have to come.
1: I don't know how far this will go. <laughs> so anyway, I'm uh, quite sure. Uh, so I was on a bus, right? there was this woman sitting in a seat, and I was like get out you superwoman and she was like oh punchline thank you
0: uh, I don't know what he said see so you think the problem is I thought I could do this without Dan Tetzel and Emma Kennedy I really thought I could do it without Christian Riley. I was confident about that <laughs> it turns out I'm useless without them. Uh, I wanted to go, I'm doing a show called Talking Cock this year. I did a little bit in the in the secret bit that you can't hear at home. But I want to give you uh, quite... This is one of the statistics. A, you can go to my website and there's a questionnaire there. If you go to richharing.com slash talkingcock2 slash male or slash female, depending on your gender. I can't help you with that if you don't know. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to look. But this is one of the questions I asked in 2002. Have you ever tried to suck your own cock? <laughs> Uh, 68% of men said they had. It's so close to 69% which would have been... Uh, 68% of men have tried to suck their own cock, ladies. I asked, uh, can you actually do it? Uh, 17% of those who tried uh, could do it. I asked, did you spit or swallow? It's about 50-50 on that, spit or swallow. The spit or swallow your own semen issue? I think it says something if you're not prepared to swallow your own semen. It's a, it's a bit much to expect anyone else to do it for you. What, what's your problem? You've already sucked your own cock. What's, what, to swallow your own semen? Oh, no, that, that would be strange. I'm not going to... So if you want to take part in that questionnaire, that would be lovely. There's also a chance to get in the Talking Cock programme. Uh, every year I do a programme for Edinburgh. You can get your name in there if you go to uh, justgiving.com slash talking uh, Denote £15 pounds at least, and then that money will all go to Scope, which is a brilliant charity that Tim Minchin is letting down very badly next <laughs> week. <laughs> so it would be... Uh, there's a lot of disabled kids going, Why, why isn't there any dinner tonight? <laughs> I thought there'd be food. It's because Tim Minchin wanted to go to America to be with David DeCoffney, That's... It's because he hates you. He's like Ricky Gervais. Um, LAUGHTER So anyway, that's, that's exciting. And uh, I'm quite angry about in the news uh, that last week... Uh, well, in the last couple of weeks, Mary Beard is uh, this fantastic TV presenter. I don't know if you know, you must watch her programmes. She does uh, shows about Pompeii and the Romans. A fantastic academic. I and mean, She's a middle-aged lady. And what's unusual about her is that she hasn't bothered to do a makeover to be on TV, which I don't think is something we should be looking down on. I think we should be saying, that's fucking great. In, when I, in the 1970s, when you weren't alive uh, <laughs> and in the front row, there were lots of weird-looking people on TV, just ordinary-looking people. And now you know, you, they'd go to American TV programmes would come in and everyone would be beautiful, and we would laugh at that and go, isn't America ridiculous? And now it's getting to the stage where A.A. A. A. Gill and Samantha Brick, who is a made-up construct... <laughs> She does not exist. She's just been invented by the Daily Mail to make you click on her page and earn the money. So do not do that. But uh, AA Gill. A lot of people ask what AA Gill stands for. AA stands for anus asshole. It's not. But the whole thing's an acronym. It's anus asshole, gash, intercourse, labia, lavatory. That is what it stands for. <laughs> And he's been criticising Mary Beard for not being attractive enough to talk about Romans On, I actually think Mary Beard is one of the sexiest women on TV because she's actually completely, she's very funny. She's really naughty, got a great sense of humour uh, and they can all fuck off. So I'm quite angry with AA <laughs> Gill who, remember, shot a, a baboon or something so he could see what it would be like to kill a person, which is <laughs> fucked up on so many levels. <laughs> you have to shoot a person to find out what it would be like to shoot a person. That's the first, that you found out what it's like to shoot a monkey you twat uh, but, and uh, an and interesting news on the BBC website today is that dinosaur farts uh, raise the temperature of the earth uh, by 10 degrees that's why it was that's why it was so hot uh, in the Jurassic era I don't know if you were around then because there were a lot of dinosaurs and, they've, 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 and this is genuinely true some scientists working out how much cows fart have extrapolated that it's a bit like Jurassic Park but more kind of fart based <laughs> and worked out how much... X. But I'm a bit worried now, because if that causes global warming, farting, I think I might be contributing quite a lot. It makes the room warm enough for me. My, my wife does not enjoy it, I have to say. <laughs> but it's kind of turning into a sort of uh, prosaic, a, a swamp of some kind. So, uh, so that's kind of terrifying. You so said, do not fart. Stop farting. You're destroying the planet. I'd like to see kind of nuclear power, no thanks kind of stickers about that to stop... Stop people farting, and uh, the Muslim extremists, uh, the uh, Guantánamo Bay being uh, tried at the moment, uh, and they are going to get the death penalty if they're found guilty of um, of uh, orchestrating 9/11, which I think is playing into their hands. I don't think that they want, they actually want to die because they'll be you know, in their minds, and maybe they're right. Uh, they will, when they die, they'll get to heaven, and they'll be lauded for the fantastic things they've done. Uh, but, so what they should do, if they, these guys are found guilty, they should make sure that they never die. That should, that's the only way to put people off. They should artificially keep them alive forever. It must be possible to do that now, just on a life support system. Just make one that works, even when their planet Earth is destroyed in about 15 billion years' time. Just send a space ship into it with it. Just them kept alive, like in Star Trek or something that happened. And then I think the, Muslims might, the Muslim extremists might stop uh, blowing up. You know, big buildings and stuff. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'm sure there was something else I wanted to talk to you about, but I, I don't think I'll bother. Um, so, um, <laughs> just we'll check. Uh, no, there isn't. So... Uh, <laughs> Ben Walker, I'll forget to do this, wants me to say that Do The Right Thing is on the 29th of May at the Phoenix in London. It's got Jenny, Claire, Robin, Ince, some other idiots on it. Uh, So go and see that if you like uh, podcasts, which judging by this audience, so far so no, actually I've got the prizes. What you can win is a half-used Radox men invigorating shower gel. This is good. Uh, This is fucking great, actually, fellas. I don't know why I'm giving this away. It was just in my bag and now now I've got it out and instead of giving it away, I'm regretting it because if you put this on your balls when you're cleaning your balls, it really tingles in a fantastic way. I don't know if they should put that on the adverts. Radox are not sponsoring me, surprisingly, to say this. In fact, I think that once they hear this, they might ask me to not say that, but... Oh, just on the tip of your... You know what I'm talking about? Just leave it. It's got mint in there. It's kind of nice. And you'll be minty fresh, and girls will like that, I'm right, I'm right? about that? So that's... I'm, I, I, I'm presuming it'll work on female genitalia as well. I don't know. I don't have any. And although I know my wife very well, I haven't said, Can you come in the shower so I can stick some of this up like your twat and just see it?" How... I just want to see. It. Just tell me how it feels. So that's a good price. I might just make that the only price. Uh, just, it's just to tantalise the people here. Someone, uh, a man called Elliot Line has given me loads of copies of a book called Very Clever Puzzle Compendium, Volume 1. This is only the first volume, over a hundred, over a hundred logic puzzles. Over a hundred. Word and number puzzles to excite, entertain and exercise your brain. This is for people from Mensa, so... It's not as good as the, the, the shower gel I've put on your genitals. If you put this on your genitals, it won't tingle. And if you uh, walk around reading this book, no one of the opposite sex will attempt to have sex with you. However minty clean your genitals are. But it's a nice gesture, so do buy that from somewhere online. You can buy the complete A.A. Ottoma. <laughs> See, that was an acronym, wasn't it? And that's better than Rahulastapar, isn't it? <laughs> Andrew Collins, where did it all go? Right, you can use as ballast. Uh, and uh, the Bye Bye Ballam, uh, the collection of my first... Uh, this is, you can't get these anymore. These are, these are nearly... They're like gold dust. Or... Kind of like gold dust. (laughs) They're like gold dust that, you know, about 800 people wanted and then no one else wanted anymore. If that's how cold does you get? That I'm doing a second volume of that, which will be out on the Kindle. Uh, I think Talking Cock is also coming out as a book very soon as well. Uh, but anyway, that's enough plugs. I'm going to the Bloomsbury Theatre on the 15th and 16th of May. I said it was enough plugs. I know, but I thought I'd get another one in with What Is Love anyway. Great show. Uh, it's a great show. <laughs> yeah, that might convince some people. They might go, I, I heard a bloke on a podcast say it was. A, he went, "Oh, it's a great show." I must go and see that. Uh, so anyway, I think we'll get on with... I've sure I had something else brilliant to talk about. I'll talk to uh, Tim about when he comes on. Uh, I like, as I said before, I like to uh, help out new acts who are struggling a little bit.
2: <laughs> who I
0: think are good, but maybe other people haven't spotted. <laughs> spotted yet. And uh, our next... Our first guest on the series is someone who's doing all right, but I think he should be doing better than he is doing. Uh, he, he hates the disabled, but we let's... <laughs> I mean, I say forgive and forget about that. You know, there's, there's lots of good things he does as well. You can't judge, you can't judge someone just on that. That'd be like just judging Hitler on the genocide thing. Wouldn't be that? Wouldn't be fair, would it? When you think, think of the other things he did. So, he's a lovely man. It's not fair that he's doing better than I am at comedy because he's not even really a comedian, and he just. I've been doing this for 20 years, and I. Will you please welcome the incredible Tim Minchin, ladies and gentlemen? Here he is. Sit down, Tim. Tim Minchin. (laughs) Interesting, huh? My first question to you, Tim Minchin.
1: Is have you tried? Have you ever tried to
0: suck your own penis?
1: (laughs) I think I did early on. Yeah, how I was you, so far off. I really, thought this is going to take too much work. I could, uh,
0: I tried, and I could just get the ending. <laughs> you serious? Yeah. It's <laughs> a mainly visual <laughs> joke for the there's people. There's
1: two different ways. There's two different uh, physical attributes a person can have yeah. in order to facilitate the sucking of their own cock. Yeah. One is a very flexible back, and the mm. other is a huge cock. Yeah. You <laughs> do not look like a oh, man. My with a f- oh, my back is
0: it's so stiff, it's just so... I can barely bend my back at all. You, you struggle to nod. <laughs> when I was researching uh, Talking Cock, actually, it just reminded me, there was a man... That it's possible to have anal sex with yourself. Have you not tried? Have you ever erect. tried to do this? It's, it's, it's not with an erection. It's not, some people can do it with a sort of semi-erection. But there's a story about a man who was in a... He was in quite a sad situation of a prisoner of war camp in Russia or somewhere like that. he would got a bit sad, mentally ill. Sad until <laughs> He spent a lot of time on his own. Yeah. And then he realised he was able... This is going to be He was able fine. to bend his cock around, erect, get it in his anus, and no. have anal sex with himself by gently rocking back and forth. There are two, two ways you can, you can
1: facilitate uh, uh, auto-anal sex. <laughs> One is to have a long cock, and the other is to have a long anus. <laughs> so you can pull but your unrappled. anus around.: the... Well, to be fair, you have a hell of a lot of spare intestine. Yes. If you can prolapse you prolapse yourself and just sort of keep unravelling from the inside, you can actually bring your anus round to the front. <laughs> do you think that... And anyone could do Do you it. think that would be as much fun,
0: though? Wouldn't that be just... When you might as well just take the stuffing out of a sausage and put that on the end of your That's cu- true, actually, yeah, because once be. you
1: get a few inches up, I don't think there's many nerves in there. So. <laughs> oh, but it'd still be nice for your dick, it just won't be nice for your anus. <laughs> I don't <know>. Surely, part <laughs> to my knowledge. Surely, part of the. <laughs> it's just limited. Surely, the, the
0: enjoyment of anal sex is that the anus is enclosed around a body, though. It's not that it's a, oh, it's a sheet. You it's you just like putting a, a condom sort of, on. That's not, I mean, it's all right. But an, it's an anus not.
1: floating alone. Uh, <laughs> It's, yeah, in fact, of course, what you get if you prolapse yourself, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. I, as, I
0: kinda, as we all know. I wasn't expecting uh, this to be the first what, conversation we had.
1: What you're having sex with is a yeah. colon. Yeah. And a colon is very flexible. You don't get the sphincter. Yeah. Um, you need a little bit of. You need the sphincter.
0: Perhaps you could. Um, do, perhaps you, you, do you not need it? What a you sphincter? could do, you could prolapse and then put your own intestines into someone else's anus. <laughs>
1: But then you just like, the whole thing's well, ridiculous. If you it hits someone it. else's anus, why would you prolapse yourself? Because just, you just
0: wanted to say you could, that's
1: why. Because oh, it's there, that's absolutely. why. <laughs> the Edmund Hillary theory of fucking prolapse anus. <laughs> why, Sir Edmund? Because <laughs> it was there, bro.
0: Exactly. So anyway, how are you doing? You all right? <laughs>
1: well, I'm all right now, yeah. because... Because being OK is relative, it always is, and yeah. when you uh, given that I've now got myself into the headspace of thinking, I'm in a Russian concentration camp <laughs> fucking my own prolapsed colon, I think now whoosh back. here we are on stage. Do you think we've got... us intact, I feel <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> it's all relative. It's all relative I feel very whole.
0: We may have gone with a W. Not we may have H. gone uh, We may have gone too far too soon. It may be hard to. Uh, to reach these heights, don't worry, the We are can going to go.
1: scale a mountain of obscenity. <laughs> Why? Wow. Sure because are. it's there.
0: <laughs> so, I've got married recently, yeah, a month I know. ago. See, uh, there's to a an point, ugly chick. To so, no it. applause this time. It's <laughs> a real. I mean, mingin. I could have done better. I mean, sh- little little Look at me. Squat, ugly. Well, I'm a short, fat Charlie Borman looking like, and that's what most girls are looking for. And so, I could have had my pick, but I've gone for personality. She's very, very beautiful.
1: She is a bit hot, but um, I don't value that above other attributes. No. I just find it funny that you got one.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, I don't. You're very handsome. I'm all right, you know. I'm all right, but you're quite old and short.
0: A lot of, a lot of, a lot of people are saying how much Brad Pitt started to look like me. Not. Not that I've started to look like Brad Pitt. It's a no, criticism no. of Brad Pitt. Yeah, it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's not well done, Richard. It's like a Brad reflection
1: Pitt. <laughs> of his decline, <laughs> yeah. not your ascent. But it's very mountainous. Him. This conversation. It's all about peaks and troughs. Yes. So you have been married for what? For a few years? Ten, ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Wow. My wife uh, bought me this. Um, a he rubbish, says isn't it? on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, ten years is tin. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, so she bought me a piece of tin. That's nice. But she got one too. And they both... Uh, and it looks so like,
0: uh, To describe it to people at home, it looks a like a paper clip that's
1: been <laughs>
0: stretched out she so that it will fit them.
1: around someone's wrist. No, as well. But there were two of them, and okay. we're both wearing them until they break, at which point we're going to uh, break up. <laughs> It's, a not good a, it's <laughs> arbitrary, really. Um, it's as good a reason as any.
0: It is, I think that's good so say. Have you got any tips for me on how to make my marriage last? Because a month I was quite pleased with.
1: Month is. I good. wasn't expecting it to be this long. The good to thing so about I just thought a month we get a is, It's the twelfth of a year, and yeah. a year's a tenth of a thing. So one hundred and twenty. I mean, it's it's just a matter of sticking with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, any whole number is just a series of fractions stacked on top of. it <laughs> 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 I think we're only going to
0: do five hundred ninety nine more months, and it's yeah. a golden wedding. I think that's what it is. Sweet. So that's not so not so much as that. Sort no,
1: really. Of, I, something I, like that. I don't know what I th- I think. Um, I think uh, it's really boring but I think being realistic uh, and and I don't mean being realistic about I I mean uh, understanding that um, my my big thing is that if you go into marriage I don't believe in romance in the sense that that I think um, some people think is important in that you you don't go into marriage thinking... um, this is my soulmate, and this is—I mean, I'm on, on the record being boring about this, but um, this is this is my one true love, and come what may, and y- you know what what the, the 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 vows, the traditional vows, are actually salient. You you it, it's going to be shit, and you stick with it through that, and it's gonna, and if you go into it, it's not about accepting that it's going to be shit, but if you go into it knowing that marriage is one of the choices you can make. And if you if you want a monogamous one, I don't know about Katie, but yeah. I assume you want a monogamous one. <laughs> if I was married to Katie, I'd just lock the shit in. I, I, I uh, you don't want any open relationship. That's going to serve her better than that serves you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and me, it'll serve me too. Um, and my wife, who's awesome. Uh, but if, if you want a monogamous marriage, you have to accept that monogamy is... Uh, uh, a choice that comes with the sacrifice of not monogamy <laughs> and that sacrifice sometimes hurts, and you know if you go and go, This woman is my ideal, and i 'm never going to want anything else, then one day you will want something else, and you won 't be prepared for it so to but anyway i mean that 's fucking ridiculous this the sort of thing people. Uh, get married when they're 17 and stuff. I mean, you're, yes. uh, you're in your I've 16s. waited a
0: little bit. I've done it. <laughs> so a, I don't
1: think realism is going to be I've your problem. I've been hanging a little Sperm. bit. Sperm. that swims is going to be your problem. <laughs> not not reality. <laughs> <laughs> reality. Reality, yeah. You, 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 you reality you have in spades, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> uh, you're, you're going to be great. I mean, she's awesome and you like each other and stuff. Oh. Yeah, as long as you don't think that... Um, that your love transcends logistics. You know? <laughs> I was thinking, that. That's the <laughs> terrible thing. I was just
0: thinking. It doesn't. Exactly does it? That. it doesn't. No. Well, be, but you know, I think I've done this uh, hour and a half show about love, which you've done what a four-minute song about, which I think probably sums up everything I say in <laughs> yeah, my yeah. hour. It's amazing <laughs> so, what rhyming does. <laughs> does but the the, the song, uh, if I didn't have you, someone else would do. It's completely uh, correct, yeah. in the, you yeah. know, in that in that sense, in that we love meeting someone is all about the right time and the, you know if I if the, the woman I'd been trying to chat up a month before I met uh, Katie had said yeah. oh I will go out with you then I wouldn't have been in a position yeah. to go out with Katie so yeah. all these things all these variables just to affect things and it's about two people being in the right place at the right time I think pretty much if you watch like Big Brother and stuff they get I mean they admittedly get 20 idiots into a room but pretty much always three or four of them think they fall in love with each other which yeah. makes you think you could probably pretty much fall in love with anyone in the right circumstances, couldn't you? Yeah, I
1: think I think uh, as a, as a rule, humans historically have found profundity in the wrong places. <laughs> they find we 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 look for meaning and profundity by saying by by the things that happen by coincidence by. Uh, building around them a skin of phato um, or, or whatever. Don't talk about building skins <laughs> around things so when, when
0: you're trying <laughs> to be profound.
1: <laughs> you were doing very well. How we many skins? Four skins. We, <laughs> skins. <laughs> we build four skins around <laughs> things.
0: Um, you talk was talking about? about prolapsed anuses a minute ago. Don't start, now and we and suddenly, I am oh, more profound
1: foreskin, foreskin chopped off very early <laughs> on in my life. So. Did you? Yeah. That's I know only have three skins. Uh, but, um, the Australians but, you know, do have their are circumcised quite about, about in the seventies very yeah. much so all the way into the eighties circumcision was de rigueur yeah. um, the French Australians and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah so I got um, I got uh, yeah. my foreskin taken from me and I hope to do a reality TV show about my um, trying to find it. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> who do you think your foreskin is?
0: <laughs> there are there are. Quite a lot of Jesus's foreskins knocking around. Oh, Don't yeah. Know, that was Yeah, whole lot Lots of fun. Yeah, that lot of fun. that called?
1: The bit of skin. The preface. The, pre- oh, the preface. the holy preface. Yeah, there's a preface. Preface? Preface. It's a preppers. A preppers is... Uh, is it's like
0: an odd heckle, isn't it? That's not what he <laughs> preppers. preppers. And he just, he thought, oh, that's prue, it. I've been waiting my preppers. life to shout out the word preppers. And uh, now I've done it, I'm not going to reiterate that, that that was correct. Yeah. I've done it. I'm yeah. happy.
1: It's on a, it's on a podcast. <laughs> I can sit that. Uh, no, I'm God. the guy who heckle no more. <laughs> uh, so, people, uh, we, we find profundity uh, by trying to stack shit up, by trying to say... Uh, You know, love is 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 holy and profound and sacred and single and it's one off and all this. And we, you know, life is sacred because after it we get another one. And we, it's uh, I have a problem with that. I think um, I think uh, the 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 fact that all this shit is very unlikely is what is exciting. Yes, well, I, I do concur. We are, yeah, we, we we are we of agree. a mind there. I'm not trying this. to come into uh, you. Well, we agree on the kind of. I think we
0: both have that idea of the wonder of us being here at all. Is, yeah, you yeah. know.
1: Well, all the 600 million, uh, yeah. before the, the they press record on the podcast, Richard was banging on about being uh, one of 600 million sperm. Uh, so the, the odds on. When I was, was a sperm. It
0: wasn't. <laughs> I'm not that now. <laughs> Don't go out dressed with 599,999,999 other guys done to me. you always been sperm to me. Unlike me, a couple of your shots have actually grown into thinking human beings. Oh, a, yeah, into, yeah. I've, your I've, sex I've,
1: I have transferred uh, some of my ejaculate <laughs> <Yes>. into <laughs> sentience.
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> it's, it's an impressive trick. Arguably. Although one of them vomited all day, and sometimes you think, honestly, that's... uh, My ejaculate is ejaculating (laughs) (laughs) out its mouth, and I wish it had just um, stayed on the (laughs) curtain. But she's awesome. She is awesome. (laughs) (sighs) Tedious. Is this better or worse than the
0: the Desert Island Discs interview so far? (laughs)
1: Well, yeah. I think it's more fun. Kirsty has a sexy fucking voice. She does. I don't know about her fucking voice. <laughs> the fucking was uh, adjectival. Were you in? A, could you see her though as well, or was it? She, oh just yeah, in, we're she in a booth. The do- no, the she wasn't. Oh yeah,
0: ask me that again. <sighs>
1: But just not good. Exactly. I was mining prolapsing. Prolapsing anus. Just we have a very clear description. Very clear. I'm good at uh, charades. <laughs> it was good. Uh, three words: prolapsing <laughs> your anus. Bang. Is that a movie? Yes, undoubtedly.
2: <laughs>
0: so that's pretty exciting, though, because I like Des Island Discs. Is is?
1: I'd really love that show.
0: It's yeah. Although well, I,
1: I'm not being a native. I. They said you've you know, been invited to this show, and I'm, oh, cool! That sounds good. And then slowly, over the months between invitation and recording, you, you get a sense of you say to people, "I'm doing this show, Desert Island They like, oh, "That means you're, you, you know, you're being accepted into the English <laughs> something, something. It's like a, a coming of age or something." And uh, so you get all this pressure, and and then you choose a bunch of songs. I mean, choosing eight, what is it, eight songs that? Mean more to you than another eight songs is pretty arbitrary, let alone choosing one book. And so it became this complete nightmare where you sort of want to—I mean, I could choose my favorite eight jazz standards or my favorite eight blues. Mm. I mean, it's just—and uh, and it's all—I I don't know. It was—it was very, very uh, sort of difficult and you think people are going to judge me on these songs and they think oh no they're not it's just a radio show and sure enough you know you, you do desert island Discs, and you get these tweets going oh my god you've got such boring taste in music <laughs> it's, it's music it's, and it's mine it's mine you fuck like you don't even get to tell people what uh, uh, you know i've read people uh, um in newspapers reviewing people's desert island discs and going <laughs> This person chose the most...
0: Like, it's their taste in music. You don't
1: get to criticise that.
0: It's fuck all to do with you. But do you choose records that you would like to hear if you're on a desert
1: island? Or well, do you this is a tr- the records that mean the... Do you
0: literally get into the...
1: Well, it's absurd, right? Because yeah. because it's no. Because what you'd do if you knew you were going to be uh, marooned I'd bring is, my MP3 player and I'd everything. You'd have everything, but all you, what you would choose is eight. Of the longest pieces you could find, the <laughs> longest and most complex. So I'd say, because the ring cycle count as one? <laughs> because over the years, you might develop. You know, you you you'd sit there for a year looking for the motifs. You know, you you'd take stuff just like, you, what book do you want? Well, I want the biggest book with the most stuff in it ever. I'm trying to fill in time here. You know, so so it's it's a stupid hypothetical. Yeah. It's not stupid, but it's a, like all <laughs> hypothetical. Like, oh, yeah, take I, that. Like Kirsty Warren says, does it Stupid mention. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not. It's. It's a hypothetical, and like all hypotheticals, it requires a leap of imagination, not too much examination. So, so I went in thinking I just want to do eight songs that I think are awesome, and I don't know. So the
0: bit I don't get is go. You, you, she always goes at the end to go, imagine seven of your records have washed away. <laughs> See, I would just have kept my records somewhere where that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you've got a record player, yeah. I would have kept them very high up in yeah. the cave. I'm going I away, mean. I've got nothing but eight records. I'm going to look
1: after those <laughs> sure fucking sure records. Going to you know. clean them, make sure yeah. they... I mean, I'd, I'd have them as a roof. You know, I'd, have, I'd have long since eschewed listening for a roof.
0: Uh, They've drawn a face on them and made your friends, like Tom <laughs> yeah. Hanks does. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Listen to Wilson Pickett, just so you can say Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. i thinking of Wilsons on the top of my head. weren't there some Wilson
0: brothers? Wilson from Dad's Army. It's a not. It's a difficult crossover. Didn't put out people, the people need to.
1: <laughs> they, yeah, they
0: need. He probably did. There must be a million people with Wilson Brian as a, Wilson.
1: Brian Wilson. I was thinking. Fucking Beach Boys It's amazing you've
0: gone for Wilson Pickett first, which is made up of the daughter of one of the Wilsons. It's of Wilson oh, I don't Wilsons, know. I've
1: probably made a dickhead of myself again. But I was thinking that the Beach Boys were Wilson and I couldn't think of Brian's name. Yeah. He wrote one of the best songs. So God only knows think of his, his, name his name either. Got very close <laughs> to... I haven't got him wrong, have I? Um, very close... Uh, God only knows I'm very close to my desert island but um, sits in the same place for me as Waterloo Sunset what a boring
2: choice (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to
1: put some disco I wanted to do like Young Hearts Run Free or um, like because I love all that era but I thought credibility (laughs) such as it is not tempted to choose eight of your own songs
0: uh, just because if you think about it you get the money from them the playing on the radio you
1: could make, yeah. make about three or four quid three or four just, quid yeah. I'd probably kill myself stuck in a house for a morning with my own songs so people did Sandy Shaw chose
0: like two of her songs I think two of her own songs
1: yeah, you just I think.
0: Do you, that's where you go. God,
1: this person is. It? Well, I think they're just trying to say this is what means something to me in my life. But know. it doesn't come across like that, Tim. No. no, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, yeah, that.
0: Because you are Sandy Shaw. If you want to hear one of Sandy Shaw's songs, just fucking sing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. waste one of your yeah, records take, on it.
1: Take a ukulele as your luxury item.
0: <laughs> Good. So Matilda, I, I went to see. I thought it was all right. <laughs>
1: You're done with some edits.
0: Well, uh, can I give you some advice on yeah, this? Yeah, i love I don't, some notes. Uh, yeah. The thing is, like, all the, the girl playing Matilda, I'd not seen her on Strictly Come Dancing or anything like that before.
1: Did you she not wasn't think chosen of, on a TV show. You think,
0: why, why didn't you get, like, maybe Russell Grant to be Matilda? Because he's in The Wizard of Oz, Russell I noticed. Russell Grant? Yeah, he's in The Wizard of Oz. Where's yeah. he from? Well. You all know, everyone knows him, right? <laughs> he's, he's an astrologer, so you'll like him. Oh. You um, can see the you fu- can actually see the future for a twelfth of people at the time. If you saw the
1: future and you thought in the future I'll be in the Wizard of Oz playing the Wizard, you'd you'd change something, <laughs> wouldn't you? You <laughs> think like, that could
0: be something else? <laughs> I think he's on Strictly Come Dancing. I've got. Can I give you another idea? I've got an idea we could collaborate on. Mm-hmm. I read a book called James and the Giant Peach. Why don't you do that? Uh, actually, it's it's up. It's yeah. up as Good. a
1: musical. Someone else well, is writing. Well,
0: it. no, it's my idea. So, I've had the idea no. of do- I read the book, and then I had the idea of doing it. So you write the songs, and we'll, right. just, we'll split the money. Okay. But yeah. Good. Um, good to get so, that sorted out. Yeah. It's very good, Matilda. It's very. We went. To, so I went to see it with my. Um, she was just my girlfriend then. I think. Might have been my. No. She was my. Were, were you my fiancee then? I don't even know if she. Do you know where was. she? We is? got married
1: very quickly. Where is she? Why do you keep looking over there? I don't is know. You this, looked over there, so I thought you'd been talking is to us. Is her that
0: something. a Katie sort of? <laughs> I'm just living in hope that you're my wife. That's all. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Where she's not she? going to... She, she will not uh, join in. She's, very, she's a very shy, you know, stand-up comedian. If
1: I do my special voice, yeah. she does anything. Will she?
0: <laughs> that was her shouting out preppers. That's why, that was, <laughs> that's why she's, she's used up all her energy shouting that out. <laughs> <laughs> she has to
1: shout it out quite a lot. I make her... Say it! Say it! <laughs> you know, I kid, can feel your preppers. Kids get herpes off moils. <laughs> Actually, there's statistically a certain number of babies each year dies of herpes, got from from them biting the uh, biting the the foreskin off. But
0: we're learning some stuff about dead
1: babies. Anyway, what are we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about Matilda. We can talk about religion. Giants' foreskin.
0: Yeah, but it's uh,
1: (laughs) that's going to Broadway. James and his prolapse speech.
0: It's a good idea to take, like, a film and turn it into a musical. That's like Matilda. But Matilda wasn't a successful enough film to do it with. You've made a mistake. Should have done um, that one, I don't know, uh, that one about where... um Fuck, i forgot the name. Sliding Doors? Yeah, Sliding Doors. Wait, well, you no, know, there was a million <laughs> films to choose and then what? I went for a very specific one. <laughs> that I can't think of the... The one where that those two unfunny comedians have to pretend to be gay the gay when they're firemen, that one, you should do that as a musical. I could, it would have worked if I could have thought of the title of the... I don't know. Preppers movie. Man? Larry and Chuck. Uh, Larry and Chuck get married. <laughs> I haven't seen. I mean, this audience is like... It's like a living Wikipedia, that's what it is. So if you... It's an interesting... So you get nerdy uh, people
1: coming to the podcast just it's going, a What's little that known fact. Yeah. If you know what a foreskin is called once it comes off, yeah. Off, you know nearly everything. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of gateway to greater knowledge. As a hive mind, these people will know everything and what we're going to do after is just
0: edit it down so that Marvin me blathering and ruining we the show. Don't let me know. That voice of just coming, Larry, and get married. Larry <laughs> <laughs> okay, What happened to your voice <laughs> there, Richard? I just no. had a cold for turn a turn second. Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Turner and Hooch, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> Backdraft. Russell Grant could be. <laughs> <Backdraft>. Russell <laughs> Grant could be Hooch.
1: Backdraft <laughs> the oh, musical. I think we've we'll do. been doing that it's tonight. Hot. <laughs> how hot is it? It's very, very hot. How hot is it? Very, very hot, but it's going to get hotter if you open the door. Don't open the door! <laughs> I, uh, the movie, movie into musical thing is all... It's, it's all-encompassing now. It's, it's more dominant in trying to make theatre than, um, than uh, what I call jukebox musicals or back-catalogue musicals. Yeah. I was and the first
0: person to ever do uh, a jukebox musical.
1: Oh, yeah? Oh, I was. I, I genuinely
0: was. I, wrote, I did a show called Rara Rasputin in uh, 1992, I did, which was the music of Boney M and the story of Rasputin as if he was a pop star who'd written all those songs. <laughs>
1: Good the Edinburgh Fringe that hit. was after the Buddy Holly story
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that doesn't
0: count that's the Buddy Holly story that's yeah. just Buddy Holly singing the songs that's not you've got to think of a different you've got to put the songs in a different <laughs> thing it can't be just the oh, story oh I see
1: no there, there is so a like, distinction before... there because um, Buddy did that it's the story of the band and uh, the Peter Allen one um, Boy From, from Us <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> fuck yeah sometimes and you don't uh, even have
0: to ask them they just shout the yeah,
1: stuff out yeah <laughs> shout out and, uh, that was just penises. that was your brain to so speak um, uh, and then there's another one like the, the Mamma Mia model which is I a was the first world. to do it yeah. and so
0: I think I know more about musicals All than you though. do <laughs> 1992 <laughs>
1: yeah. was the opening year of a little known jukebox musical called We Will Rock You as well I did it first <laughs> you did We Will Rock did You amazing <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, if I'd written "We Will Rock You,"
0: I would pretend I hadn't. You would written. Not be, <laughs> You would not be here talking to me.
1: <laughs> would not. Um, yeah, everyone wants to put movies on the stage, and and you, you sort of want to. In in my position now, I um, people are asking me to help them, which is uh, an extraordinary. Uh, um, uh, risk, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, but you you, know, you think I don't want to be one of those people putting movies on a stage. But the trouble is with movies, is there's an incredible back catalog uh, catalog of incredible stories. So actually, there are some wicked ideas. Uh, so I don't know, you know. You're gonna do it. For it's hard to life. resist it. I've got a couple of movie to stage ideas that I think are really brilliant ideas, but we'll see. Good. Yep. But the terrible thing that is an amazing thing for you is at the
0: moment you seem to be being pulled in every single direction and being asked to do. Every, I mean, it's an amazing point to get to where basically all your dreams are coming true. So you've Yeah, been I cast keep cast thinking as, uh, one of my
1: kids is going to get leukemia. <laughs> like, literally.
0: <laughs> and I'm not as. Is that one of your dreams? <laughs> what an awful dream have. Ta- That's the next thing. But you know, I go in and say, I how do te- we make te- oh, this my boxes. happen? <laughs> and Peter, can, well, you, there's no way of making. it. Can't we leave them <laughs> by a microwave table, for though? a while? <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. No, we can't do it. I'm moving. Tim Minchin. If I want my kids to have leukemia, they will have leukemia.
1: <laughs> We're no. moving to Stoke-on-Trent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Power lines. <laughs> But it must be... You know, you're going to America to do uh, Californication with... Uh, it is a
1: bit ridiculous because... I was <laughs> I was... I had this... Um, I, I used to... I was a sort of actor-musician before I discovered comedy in my late 20s. Uh, um, for the podcast people, I tend to say comedy in inverted commas. But um, not only because my version of it deserves inverted commas, but I... Um, I sort of comedy saved me from poverty and <laughs> destitution and, and frustration but um didn't work for but me. But I always look at him about looking a gift horse in the mouth. Um uh but but I for for I I, I always thought, Oh well, I'm not really necessarily done with acting, I mean and so uh I set about Last year thinking what what can I do to get back into acting and i 've actually got a project in Australia in the middle of next year that 's a theater you know a play that I, 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 that i 'm going to be in and I thought oh, that 'd be great in two thousand and thirteen i 'll go and do a, this little play in Australia, and I can just test the waters and see if i 'm still interested in acting and whether i 'm any good at it and whether the audience likes it and then I can maybe explore that a bit more and then I was in l a um, four weeks ago and this audition came up, and I went and did it, and by in, in that LA way, um, by the afternoon, the contract was done, and by the next day I was doing a photo shoot for the props department. You know, yeah. I like, was just they're just like, yep yeah. and you're, you're on. And then I thought, holy shit! And I've been sort of sweating about that and cancelling um, gigs for disabled people. Which <laughs> uh, lucky because I hate disabled people, and. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, so I was, how's it uh, scope I thought that was like bears or something and uh, how am I going to get out of this? so I contrived to get a role in a in yeah. l a soap so opera fun. and um and then uh and then this thing happened with uh with the music with uh Jesus Christ superstar, which um uh is something i've been wanting to do for twenty years and so yeah i'm just going through this phase where everything i 've ever wanted um, seems to be um available to me and so thing, I, I think my, my kid's going to get lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally non-superstitious but you can't help but feel and it, it's actually a sense that you think the world should be balanced. It's actually a sense that if someone has something fucked to that they deserve something good and we hold that very dear to us because when some, someone we love or something happens terrible you think oh, it'll turn around. <laughs> It'll turn around. There's no reason why it will. Statistically it might not turn around. Yeah. In fact, if you have three things fucked happen to you, there's a pretty good statistical chance you'll have a fourth thing. No better than someone who's had none, but it's still a good chance. And and so when a whole lot of good things happen to you, you think, surely, surely I'm gonna get slapped for this shit, you know. You so are that's ginger. Yeah. <laughs> you are ginger was the you are ginger. And I <laughs> have been circumcised, <laughs> even though there's no evidence that it helps. <laughs> okay.
0: I can't feel the bottom of my pot. The thing is, he was ginger when he was unsuccessful as well. So yeah. that's not... That's I not know, a, don't worry, it's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah, but so is it... Because when good. you were doing your big, uh, your big tour of the arenas with the orchestra, and you were also presumably, in the same year, kind of putting together Matilda, or it was sort of together, did you have any... I just was trying to work out how you had any time to do anything. I feel like I worked quite hard, but you were doing these two major projects pretty much at the same time, wasn't it? And then... Or were they were they kind of not at the same time? I don't know. Well, but, but it must have been. You must have had very. If you're writing, yeah, it was. I'm a huge guessing thing. writing a musical is not the kind of thing you sit down and kind of toss off in a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's flirting with me. It's just yeah. like Kirsty from Disneyland. We had uh, we had a
0: nice we had a nice moment backstage actually, whereas I because I, I came on the first half and my tie was hanging a bit too far down. I don't know if you spied. I did his tie. And, in for uh, we had a nice kind of like ghost and moment the small end into his shirt. He, he did. He did my. <laughs> He worked out how, how long my tie should be. We were looking at each other. It was, just beautiful. <laughs> I thought we might just actually roll onto stage kissing each other. <laughs> See, we could do Ghost the Musical, which has been done, but with two men putting a tie on. And then... For two hours. trying to... Like it could, the first act could be two men trying to bum themselves.
1: Yeah. yeah. And be fru- quite yeah. frustrated. I think you'd put the tie in the first act. <laughs> leave, leave somewhere to go. I think if you do prolapsing in the first act, the second tucking the a pro- tie in will seem a little bit pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he wears his prolapsed lower intestine <laughs> as a tie.
0: God, this is, we're getting. I, I want my favourite song of yours, and there are many, but my favourite one. I, need, I know you kind of don't like it so much anymore, and you did talk about Kirsty Young was um, the Phil Douth song. Oh yeah, which just every single time I hear it, well, it's good for people like us. Yeah. I mean, it's just this amazing song, which is about a bad review you got, which was, I mean, I've, you know, the problem is, as you say, everyone read the review. If you, if you Google I've Phil Dass,
1: Phil's career alive, Yeah, yeah.
0: But you Google Phil Dass, but it's all the first, you know, The first or second thing comes up is this one-star review of your first Edinburgh show, yeah, which is a fucking horrible, mean spirit an incorrect review in that's been yeah. proved wrong. And then there's this very childishly petty and brilliantly funny response of, you know, I think as a performer you get it, because you kind of want to go to the person who's written your bad review and and, put, and tear a strip off them. But yeah. you wait some time and then written this fantastic... You've got to listen to this song, it's fantastic. You know? well, but yeah. it's, it's it's so nasty. You ask, <laughs> you're saying, you know, I want you to cut bits off your face and eat them in front of your children. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's right. I, I call them poo
1: face. Yeah, and poo face. And maybe the, you should quit and get a job that you'd be better at, like, killing yourself, you fucking <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it, it's So it, it's really... It's kind of, I, 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 I was affected, negatively affected by that review, but that, that, that doesn't matter. Everyone who's, who's done anything in the public has had a bad review, and everyone's been affected I had, by it. I haven't had one that bad. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> oh, actually, I was worst comedy experience of the whole of 2005 in the Daily Telegraph, which is probably worse. Really? Yes. Awesome, For someone like you how,
1: how, how dare they? Um,
0: the... Didn't write a song about it.
1: Um, I just yeah, put it. I put it on
0: my posters. I was quite, I'm quite yeah, proud of that, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's good to be the best at something, even if it's being the worst. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. top of some list. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, that everyone has that experience, but sometime later, I thought that that's remained unexploited for comic uh, effect. Well, you're not
0: meant to do it. You're not, you're not. You're meant to just sit back and take it. So it's very funny for someone to. To dare to do that, it's very. I think it's very releasing to listen to it as a performer to hear someone yeah. do it. But it is. Just, no, it's just. The, I could listen. You know, I, the first time I heard it, I, I listened to it probably ten times in a row. It's got. It's, it's, it's built time. on
1: Packerbell 's canon, so it's hooky as yeah, well. Yes, right. the, the chorus is um, is canon, so it's 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 got lots uh, going for it. Um, but the, the only negative side of it for me is that it's given me a reputation for having a problem with criticism because it comes up in every thing. Yeah. And so now I'm the guy who talks about criticism, which, which I, I do have a problem with criticism, <laughs> but, I, but I don't think it's worse. I think humans have a problem with criticism, especially when it's personal. And if you 're a demonstrative person or a person who likes expressing ideas or a person who wants to analyze their own feelings, then your own attitude to your own criticism will eventually come out again and then once you 've written the song, being someone who's um, not very good at talking less, um, then in interviews <laughs> i'll continue to unpack it <laughs> and 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 so on on we go you know and uh, but i don't mind that because i think I think there is a culture of not. Uh, uh, in the arts of of not responding to your reviewers, and it's the right thing. It's just to turn the other but cheek. It, but it, it's, sort it's of But it's like it, it's like when it's like when you do something on Twitter and then someone criticizes you, and
0: you go, you come back at them. They, they get annoyed that you're coming back at them. It's like you've said something. Like, so a critic is like they say something, and you're not meant to respond to it.
1: But it's imbalance. clearly
0: a bad. Re- it's, it's a review. It's a bad review because he's written it based on what everyone else is thinking about it, and then he's gone and gone. Oh, well, I don't think it was that good. Yeah. And then you said on the on Death Island Disc that he hasn't listened. To of the song, which is a
1: lie. Yeah. Uh, he claims <laughs> well, he wasn't well, you know to the what song? on Sunday, someone on. he didn't he, to Phil's uh, credit, he didn't um tag me in which is petulant and silly if you're into twitter you'd understand it's just like it's just like high school um, <laughs> but he didn't tag me in but of course i found it because someone else said did you yeah. see what phil Dowse wrote and phil wrote on sunday so this is um he wrote the review in 2005 in my first year of comedy ever and he said i should be tarred and feathered and basically said for all intents and purposes said this guy should fuck off um, and I was my first year, so I was pretty sensitive and not confident, all that sort of stuff. And then, so what are we, seven years later, and he's tweeted to his uh, uh, followers <laughs> um, um, uh, my sewage my system, my septic tank is banked, bank, backed up, and Tim mentions on Desert Island, this I don't know what's worse. <laughs> and so, so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, critic, I guess we can keep doing this. Saying, you
0: said on, yeah. on Desire Island Disc that he said he, he's wasted an hour of his time watching a show didn't like, he's not going to spend another five minutes. Yeah. So, that's so not good, but that's not a good critic. A good critic wasn't going to see someone once and go, in like the first show, and go, well, I know their shit. Yeah. Uh, I've
1: heard <laughs> other people saying they're quite but he's good. But not a good well, I'm critic. I'm not going to go and see them ever again <laughs> because I didn't like one yeah. show. That's just a terrible. Phil's not question. a good critic. He's actually quite a good writer. I don't think he. I don't know anything about him actually I, <laughs> I, I, I personally but I've read a, a bit of his stuff and he, he writes well and he's obviously bright he's actually the per what's it's that? Is he's, he's, he's ugly is he ugly oh. well, hey, hey girls
0: in the audience he's <laughs> <That is> ugly <laughs> It doesn't matter what he looks like. If you call a critic ugly, he Is you're going to be in all <laughs> kinds of trouble. Is he ugly compared to other human beings or other critics? Because if he's <laughs> ugly compared to the critics...
1: I don't know if you've seen these guys loitering in the dark. Uh, but he, but, he, but he's, um, he's a good writer. He's actually the guy I referred to earlier. I wasn't going to name him who slammed someone for their desert islanders. He's not right. generous. and and he, And... and and he's actually a good writer but he has this other line in criticism which is not his forte and the way he deals with criticism is to be the guy who's satirical and dark and sardonic and slam stuff in quite a funny way and the trouble is he wrote a review of me that was trying to slam me in quite a funny way to make people go, look how witty I am and so I thought, well... Surely, I know, I think if he's playing this, this game, then I'll enough. have a go. God, but true. I've got Packabell's cannon. <laughs> and, and so I thought, oh, it's a response. But I, I think it's a little unfair because I I don't like... I, don't, I really honestly don't like that Phil's life has been, what I assume is, on a reasonable level, influenced by my hate. Because I don't actually talk about... I don't do comedy about celebrities or... I don't think you'll find much material, notwithstanding um, the Pope and Oprah Winfrey and Jesus and stuff. (laughs) I don't don't think Jesus is a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a superstar. (laughs) Um, You won't find me slamming people, so I'm not hugely comfortable. There's a sort of an idea that I wrote in 2008 and it lives. But I keep thinking, I'm going to get it off YouTube. I'm going to strip it back. I'm going to get it off the internet. I don't want to be asked about it and blah, blah, blah. But people every now and then... Um, two, thing, two things stop me taking it down. One, every now and then, Phil writes something fucking awful <laughs> and, I, and I, about someone else or about me, and I think, oh, well, if you're not going <laughs> to just grow up, then I'm not going to grow up. You know? <laughs> Slap. And, um, and the other thing that happens is someone writes to me and says, oh, my God, I've just been in a show, and this critic wrote this thing, and I listened to your song, it made me feel better, because... Sometimes you just need to go, fuck you! And, and that's a little anthem for the fuck you. It is, I but also it's, there, you know? it's
0: a song about you know, your own being pathetic. You, and it's about how pathetic, pathetic we are.
1: Yeah. And that's refreshing yeah. as well to go, oh my God, I'm overreacting. I want to tear this guy's face meat off. <laughs> and that's pathetic. It is, it's absolutely, and that's the thing I keep forgetting to say when people ask me about it. It's a joke about how pathetic I yeah. am. It, it names are. him, but it is pathetic. It is. it is. pathetic how sensitive we are. The thing is, though, you know, about 20 years ago, he
0: was forced to eat his own face meat in front of his kids, which oh. you maybe didn't know about, oh. but it's, it's quite... It's
1: oh. quite... It's oh, quite God, insensitive I can... to... That's I why he's so ugly. I can... I that's why
0: I didn't want to say anything.
1: it. Turns out so... I could be Sally fucking Morgan. I could, <laughs> I could be earning a lot more money by lying. Oh, is that libelous? <laughs> That you said matter. I wasn't allowed to say anything you live. You're, you're allowed on. to say something live about about lying. It's opinion. It's correct opinion.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> radox. It's not. Have you ever. Have you ever um, do you mostly put this uh, on your scrotum? Stick a little bit. Just stick a little bit on your scrotum. I think it might not work. on It, in the, in, it might be dangerous in concentrated form. Don't do it. It might. My... <laughs> <laughs> I am putting. Did you see the guy? The guy who first took LSD. You know, he took on LSD on TV. Said, "I am taking the LSD now. It's like, I am putting the radox on my testicles.
1: It now. puts the radox on its skin. Any some um, fucking
0: lotion in the basket. Any? Uh, any? Uh, original sauce is better. Original sauce is better. Oh my God, is that like a chili sauce or something?
1: Oh, okay, good. Original oh. source. Oh, source as There's in the light source, source of somewhere. S-O-U-R-C... It's the
0: original source like sauce, HP sauce. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was that. Um, <laughs> never mind. Have uh, we, we done a long time, Ben? I've lost all track of time. Is that like an hour we've done, or is it less than... Minutes. How many? Pretty much an hour. Pretty much an hour. Fucking, Fucking hell. hell, let's keep going.
1: This is bullshit. keep shit. going until...
0: Let's try going to every single six well. 6% of the
1: audience want us to keep going. <laughs> I think mean, that's enough. I'm a radical. I shall take my lead from the minority.
0: Yeah, there's, not, there's not that much to say about you. Someone wanted to ask you, they said, uh, I've forgotten who it was on Twitter, uh, they said um, in the big issue you said that you couldn't be friends with anyone who was religious. Is that what you said and is that true? Yeah,
1: someone called me on that. <laughs> and I was going to write a blog about it because I was, I was doing that terrible mistake of trying to be honest um, <laughs> in, in the in a public forum and, and I don't know if I said I couldn't be friends with someone who's religious but uh, but the the person who took me to task on it did that old thing about you know you're bigoted or you're closed-minded or whatever and I have good friends who are religious I I have a really interesting relationship with Frank Sheehan my the canon of of um, Perth, the Perth Anglican Church where I come from who was my high school chaplain who married Sarah and I um, uh, on my behest without <laughs> mentioning my Jesus or anything um, <laughs> um, and, and, and he, he's a really interesting guy he's kind of a philosopher and, and he's kind of quirky but I, I maintain that I, I I have to admit I don't have any really close friends who are very religious um, and when I find out that people are quite religious That puts a dent in my ability to be good friends with them. And that sounds bigoted. (laughs) (laughs) and it's but it's not actually that they're religious that i have a problem with i i have good friends who are brought up uh it's not about race or creed or anything i've got friends who are brought up in muslim families but if then they go well i believe that my my moral system um i'm very interested in how we live and this is one of the middle class luxuries we have i'm interested in 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 how how we choose to live and where we get our morals from and why we choose to be the way we are. And that's my obsession, that's my life, that's what I write about, it's what I... And, <laughs> and so if someone says to me, well, I get my morals from this book, and I go, what, that book with the stuff about the stoning, the rape victims? And they go, yeah, and I go, oh, okay, well, we're going to be able to be fine, because, you know, I can see that you act well in your life, but I don't think we're going to be great mates, because I find that, I don't even know what you're fucking talking about, you know. <laughs> so, so the, the, it's a very interesting thing to me. I, I have uh, great friends who are from all different backgrounds, but I must admit they tend to be post-religious, not not current religious. And the people, including family members, who um, in-laws and stuff, who have found religion and are very close to it, I have difficulty with because I do not understand what they're talking about, and that's a communication. Gap that I find hard to bridge, so that I can be honest with them. Because as soon as someone says I believe in God, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> because I am obsessed with spe- specificity of language of expressing ideas. Like a big, big man in the sky, uh, is magic. And well, stuff. and then you go, is he in the is he in the sky? And they go, he's not in the sky. And I go, okay, so he's not in the sky. Is he not? Is he definitely not in the sky? And they go, well, he's not not in the sky. And I go, okay, does he poo? Does he poo? <laughs> Give me one attribute. Just give me an attribute. Give me, does he have a beard? Is he a he? Is he definitely a he? How do you know he's here? Does he have cock and balls? Does he put radox on his balls? Like Any attribute. Is he good? Is he all-powerful? Is he all-knowing? Is he not good? Is he not all-powerful? Any attribute so we can start the conversation. I cannot stand non-specific language. Like People will say things like, I have a dream or I just believe everything happens for a reason. I just go, you don't believe everything happens for a reason because you don't even know what that sentence means. Let's start again and we can be friends. <laughs>
0: So yeah, he, that is true. Ben, that is. My best man is is quite religious. And my best man at my wedding. He's, He's a, a cunt. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is.
1: No, he is I mean, bit, so, what, so what? So what's that? Um, but I so I've that, never
0: see. I never see him. I, mean,
1: I, <laughs> mean, I couldn't hang exactly. around with the tip of the hat to your past. <laughs> um, but but how does that go? I know. I know. I have relationships with people where I don't need to go down these paths. But unfortunately, I'm now on the public record for my beliefs, so it's actually a lot about them and their wariness, and their need to unpack their beliefs for me, because I'm because I'm outspokenly, yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess it comes back to the same thing, which is about someone saying this is what I think, but you're not allowed to say what you you think. You know, by by disagreeing with some but something, I don't mind. You I know, don't... Yeah, but that's what it is, isn't it? A religious person saying, you know, you're not allowed to say I'm. I think religion is wrong. A- any
1: religion is a blasphemy against all other religions. So by by stating your religion, but most your religious, religious people don't mind that I'm an atheist, no. they, they wouldn't not be friends with me, and I wouldn't not be friends for them because I don't believe what they think, or they don't believe what I think. That's not the it's not fundamentally the problem that we don't share beliefs. I am very good friends with a lot of people with whom I don't share all beliefs, taste in music, food, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, we... Wives, you know. <laughs> um, although we happen to share. And that, um, we happen to share wives. Oh, I think it's good that it's out there, Richard. Okay, um, but uh, it's, it's, it's not that. It, the, the trouble with religion is that in terms of relationships, is not where it begins, it's where it goes, it's, it's it's that I like talking about, to people about what they care about, and I just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't come to a head, it's just that eventually, if, if, um, you know, it tends to get down to stupid fucking things like gay marriage and euthanasia and you just go uh, uh, I can't have this conversation you keep evoking a book and we can't talk about this anymore you know? yeah mm. no, it's nice it's <laughs> going a I've, late, got, I've got religious friends is the short answer yes yeah. that's good I just don't like them as much as the others <laughs> unless they unpack their prolapse well we <laughs> Jesus death. never said anything about this. <laughs> thou shalt not prolapse, thou lower intestine. <laughs> Fuck it with it's your own It's in one of the apocryphal gospels, so uh, he did
0: say it in the... Uh, <laughs> I didn't catch that, did he? No. Don't have to respond if I didn't understand it. That's, <laughs> how, that's, how, that's how heckling works. Uh, well, we should... Uh, well. I wanted to quit. I'll talk. We might like maybe throw out some. Do you want to get the audience to ask some questions? And that if might they're be not, nice. I, mean, I mean, if you want, you can go. If you're or bored, or... You're bored you're, it's not. Nothing else is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this home thinking this is fucking dragging on, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, with a podcast, like so often people go, you're hot. yeah, it's quite. Hot. I mean, you can go if you want. We won't be upset. We can just stay <laughs> in. But you with podcasts will go. The pod- this podcast is too long, right? When not, and often my podcasts are like this, quite rambling. You're going to go stop listening to it at the, <laughs> at the point where you think. Is long enough? (laughs) Stop there. No podcast should go longer than 50 minutes. I've got an idea. (laughs) (laughs) 50 minutes. (laughs) Anyone want to ask
1: Tim Minchin a question? I hemmed a curtain this morning. (laughs) With that sort of stuff you iron that kind of melts it together, not with the sewing. You're just like
0: a regular guy. (laughs) I'm I'm like a regular
1: guy, but I'm awesome at hemming curtains.
0: (laughs) I, I saw you outside in the street just walking around like you were just normal.
1: Yeah, I'm an actor. Huh?
0: Incredible. A lady here has a hand up. I might have to repeat it for the people at home. What's your question? Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. This <laughs> is like simultaneous translation, but the same language. I noticed with Angela Merkel on the news today, they had a male translator and they did make the point, this is, a voice is said by a translator, just in case people thought, Andrea Merkel. Hello, this is Andrea Merkel. Uh, Angela Merkel. Yeah, so yeah, go on. Wait. Hi, Tim. Are you thinking of reforming... This is a, a fan question. I'm, guess, I'm like Henry Higgins from uh, Pygmalion. I don't think you're from England. Am I right? Brilliant. Uh, so just any accent, I can get that. So are you thinking of reforming... Rosencrantz. It? Rosencrantz. So I had a band what? in Melbourne when I what? first moved
1: there called Rosencrantz, yeah. which never recorded anything and did about five gigs. But... Um, Um, My gig tomorrow night at the 100 Club... uh... Have you planted a woman in the audience? I have not. (laughs) Um, I was wondering, is there any
0: way I can see your serious music being played? Well, you can't, because it's sold out. But um, (laughs)
1: uh, actually, um, uh, I'm doing my first kind of original non-comic songs gig in six years tomorrow night. And, uh, yeah... I think five of the songs are from that era. So I don't think we're going to call it Rosencrantz, but I do need a band name. Maybe we should try and figure out a band name. <laughs> not Guildenstern. Rectal what? prolapse. Rectal <laughs> prolapse. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. all yeah. right. I'm not sure we'll be taken seriously. <laughs> Although it's worth taking seriously. <laughs> I just don't want any listeners out there to know, if you do have a rectal prolapse... You should take it seriously. <laughs> it's not a joke. It is a joke, but it's not a joke. <laughs> Fuck it and then call an ambulance. <laughs> don't eat anything. Don't, don't, eat, either, don't, don't eat.
0: Don't eat anything for but a, a eat while. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. What was your name, lady who asked that question? Felicity. Felicity. Do be proud of being called Felicity. Don't oh, say hopefully. it. And... <laughs> uh, it's his sister. <laughs> almost <yeah. laughs> good uh, that's that's only his, uh, that's the uh, an, an Australian another Australian that was pretty in-house. what's it like living in Australia coming from Australia you were born in Northampton like Andrew Collins
1: I was born in Northampton yeah in a very similar manner to yeah. Andrew Collins one day Collins, right out of Andrew Collins audio mum's book. vagina
0: you could have an audio book <laughs> for yourself
1: he's a genius he is a genius he's a very nice man is he? no no <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, he is, he's, he is a very nice man. I like him, he's nice. He yeah, nice. our Barrett maternity home. Maternity. I've had some wine. Maternity. <laughs> maternity. Maternity is like a, a matrimonial attorney. I can hear a, I a, I can
0: a, hear a thousand people deciding this podcast tired. has gone <laughs> <laughs> online. Come on, ask another question, quick. <laughs> ask another question, then and we then might, we'll we go, might get on the competition, then you can win promise £50 we'll go. Pounds as well as... How did the concentrated shower
1: gel fit? Uh, it was a Darren Brown style trick. I never had any on my fingers. Oh. I did touch my bollocks, but there was no. <laughs> There's a couple of different ways I could have done that trick. One would put radox on my fingers, but not touch my bollocks. One is not put radox on my fingers and touch my bollocks. I did the latter. Because if in doubt, you should always touch your bollocks. I was going
0: to do it, but. I was going to do it myself, but then I thought, I'm wearing my wedding suit. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to get radox all over the crotch. Of my, I've already, I'm so, I can't have nice things. I, my, my wife's already nearly died during the wedding. My wife nearly she died. She's a nice thing. She nearly. I know, she's a nice thing. 15 days into our wedding, she started choking on a carrot that she'd put in her mouth herself. Uh, and she couldn't breathe, and I didn't know what to do. And she was actually dying in front of me, and I was thinking, God, this is embarrassing. And I was, oh, I was no. just thinking... Like to I'm just get for 15 days for at least, least a month. Than Gonna have to ring a mum and dad up and go, "Hi, uh, oh, hey, it's me." Remember Richard from the wedding? I broke it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know she that thing you putting... gave me? You know that wedding present you gave <laughs> me? <laughs> Tall one. <laughs> broke it. Do <laughs> you yeah, have another one? <laughs> give another give me, one. <laughs> give you work on another one. So what did
0: you do? Did she get it up herself? I I, I I slapped a sharp. What you got to do is slap sharp between the shoulder blades. I did that. And I did try and do the Heimlich manoeuvre based on what I'd seen in an episode oh. of The Simpsons, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. which I'm it,
0: not sure is entirely anatomically should it correct. Should animate
1: more accurately. <laughs> so, I had yeah. to
0: put my, I had to get rid of, cut one of my fingers off to make it uh, cor- <laughs> absolutely correct. Um, but she, luckily, she started breathing again. But she's now very scared about putting things in her mouth, which is, I think it's, I think the whole thing was a kind of ruse, right? Yeah. She won't eat. She's actually scared to eat. If I was away last night in Wales, she was scared to eat anything. Sorry sorry to reveal this, darling. That frosty silence doesn't bode well for me. My long trip home. She won't eat if I'm not in the house. Because she's scared of choking to death. Yeah, she's not a fucking dog or something. A little kitten, she's a human being, don't patronise her. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Sorry, Kate. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's one <laughs> that's, you could have made that joke <laughs> I think you repeating. should puree stuff for her yeah, before yeah, you what, leave I think that's the right thing to do <laughs> puree stuffer yeah. and put it in a drip and just leave the <laughs> having soup through her um that's how you and get then married a, for 10 a, years va- uh, she'll get her vein blocked with a little bit of carrot and she'll get... <laughs> ah. and it'll turn out she'll die by having an aneurysm in her brain it'll be a piece of carrot <laughs> and it'll be your fault again that would be a good Tales of the Unexpected
0: why don't you do a musical of that do you like copy and roll dial stuff
1: <laughs> you're a genius <laughs>
0: Down, down, down. You could have that lady, she'd give you the main character. Did you get tells, do expect? The no. problem with having an Australian... I wasn't his, born in the 70s. His, yeah, <laughs> having a I was born in the 70s. Just, I wasn't culturally... Born in uh, Northampton in 1975. Good year. Best song in 75? Probably <sighs> Brian Wilson. I, I, would, I liked The Suite at the time. They were the first... I don't know if they re, what record they released in 75, but the first, the first two records I ever bought, simultaneously from a, a jumble
1: sale, were Fox on the Run by The Suite... And Wombling Merry Christmas by the Wombles. <laughs> First record I ever bought was um, Venus by Banana Rama. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> Venus.
0: <laughs> Good. Well, should we move on to the competition? Would you like to
1: try and win some stuff, and then Jesus, we can go you on? guys have been sitting there for hours.
0: They have. It's been like, nice. hey, who has had a terrible time? Cheer now. There you go, we're all right.
1: Oh, so I, I set the bar gonna low. We're going to get it there. i though, set the it?
0: Bar low. Who's had an adequate time? Cheer now. Yay! Yeah, see, there you oh, go. You Fair enough. It's Who's only a had podcast. the best time they've ever had in their life? Cheer now. Yay!
1: That's fucking Terrible tragic. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Who is satisfied that this was worth £12.50 of their money?
2: That's,
0: that's, we've done our job. And now, some of them, someone's going to win £50 pounds of my actual own money. Just throwing it around. You're going to have 50 pounds. Yeah, because I'm nice. Well, yeah, I'm nice, guy. Someone's going to win. this is, What? You could get hair dye for 50 I <laughs> could get my hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> get my hair cut. Uh, what are we going to do with this? Uh, we did this at the Edinburgh Fringe podcast. You may have an advantage if you listen listened to this before, because there's going to be some questions some of you will recognise. Uh, we, we make some statements that are either true or false. You have to decide if they're true or false. We need to stand up for this. Everyone stand up on their two feet, if they have them. And uh, if you think the statement is true, put your hands on your head. If you think the statement is false, put your hands on your bottom, the seat of full falsehood. If you get it wrong, you have to sit down. And you have to be honest about this. It's self-policing, but... You're allowed to kill anyone who is cheating. And you will not get prosecuted. That is not legally binding. So we'll make some uh, statements. Uh, the first statement I make during the interval, I checked uh, the BBC news site and the news... The news has come in that the newsreader, Kenneth Kendall, you probably won't know who it is, but he used to present Treasure Hunt, has sadly died. Don't laugh. <laughs> During the interval, is that true or false? Trip, If you think it's true, put your hands on your head. If you think it's false, put your hands on your bottom. The seat of all falsehood. A lot of people going for it could be quick. Could be over quickly. It is false. He is not. He's still. He's still alive and kicking. So sit down if you said true. If you'd listened to the. If you'd listen to the podcast, you'd know that. Though one day he will die, and I'm going to fucking. Look. That have caught a load of fuckers out. I just hope it's not like in the last 20 minutes while we've been on here.
1: Yeah, because then everyone else. Owe some... a lot of people fifty
0: quid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get, well, only one person's going to get the fifty quid. It's not everyone getting the fifty
1: quid. But if you, We're gonna f- get if if you give them to... wrong information, that's lying, and they have recourse for. Can, <laughs> <they can laughs> well, see. I said
0: I was very careful with the wording.
1: So, Tim,
0: yes, Timothy Minchin. Yeah, what's your middle name? David. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> true or false? No, because what's your what's your um what's your thing? Could be true or false.
1: What, what's my what?
0: I oh, make a fucking statement. I was just trying to. I was, oh, trying, to make, build make I oh. was trying to Make a statement. I was trying to build the tension.
1: Okay. My middle name's is David. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that could have been an been... elaborate setup. It still <laughs> it could been. be. <laughs> <laughs> my middle name is Stephen. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: We're fucking with him. All right. Um, uh, you told me that I had, they had to be about me, so it couldn't sound here. very narcissistic. No, no, it could be. Okay. Right. Here's my <laughs> statement. Um, I used to collect ornamental hippopotami. <laughs> is true, that true or, or false?
2: false?
1: A lot of What's t- the heads? A lot of heads is true, bottoms is false. A lot of people have gone oh, for true. This feels cruel. It's t- false. Oh, It crazy. was elephants, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Who would want to collect
0: hippopotami? Uh, they're deadly you light a fire it was, was, was the detail ooh, ooh, of the hippopotami people think he knows all about
1: <laughs> <The> isn't <hippopotamism, laughs> what the plural yeah. it's not the, the it first is. time the Romans have caught people out Latin I don't know uh, uh, how, how of what of is it is <laughs> it <laughs> oh, no. mm, there, there there you, you have the same sort of nerds I have
2: uh, yeah maybe. Romanus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay Richard yeah I've got to think of one now oh I hadn't thought ahead I'm going to think what I collected as a kid when I was a kid I used to collect uh, fossils that I'd found uh, on Weymouth and Minehead beach. Semen fossils? Is that true or false? Oh, lot oh, people gone wow. for true? I had a collection of two fossils that I found. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Two is a collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So sit down if you say true. false. I think, and be honest, police anyone who's lying... For the £50... The prize is too good. People are going to cheat their weight. And that shower gel. That's what you're staying in it for, isn't it? That's what, that's what you're looking forward to. I dye my hair. True or false? <laughs> Does Tim Minchin dye his hair true or false? True no, as that's good.
1: That's good. That's good. That's I do dye my hair. Oh, no, it's false. <laughs>
0: it's false. I
1: do not dry my... Dry my I dry my hair. <laughs> well, not even that very
0: often. Uh... This afternoon, the team York City that I support failed to get through to the playoffs of the uh, non-league final playoffs to get into the champion into the actual football league. Is that true or false? You've been following the newspapers, you'll know this. Did they fail to get into the final? True or false? It is false. They succeeded in getting into the final. So wow, now so, we're
1: getting down to it.
0: Now we're getting down to it. So who's still in? We've still got a few in. Okay, yeah, football, more. it's Football. Football question. And an obscure football based question, I would say.
1: More solipsism from yeah, me. Go, go for it, I go. am five foot nine in my shoes.
0: <laughs> Depends which shoes. What's the heads mean? Heads means truth, bottoms means false. Just remember the bottoms are false. <laughs> What's the answer?
1: It's false. It's, it's false. false. How tall oh, are you? But uh, yes, that's fast, Yes, I'm. I'm six foot in my shoes. Are
0: you? Yeah, look at that. <laughs> you are gigantic. I am very little by uh, comparison. Um, I th- this week I've been offered a uh, role in a uh, to be in a TV programme, the uh, dangerous driving uh, programme, with the drive along dangerous roads, where I would be driving in Bolivia with my lookalike Charlie Borman. Is that true? <laughs> true or false? On for true if there's two people on true if it's true it's false it was uh, I've been off it was Phil Jupitus that I was offered to do that
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really 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 don't like Michael McIntyre <laughs> true or false wow
0: lots of trues it's false I think he's great so sit down so who's still here we've got the Everyone false there's a lady you, here or two gentlemen here? Is that someone else standing the back? Is that just someone hoping the bar will open again? Yeah, okay. Yes. When will... Let me have a drink. When will this end? So this is... This could be a deciding uh, question. Um, uh, the uh, subject that I chose not to do uh, in my warm-up today <laughs> was... Um, <laughs> Trying to make one up and I can't think of uh, it. I'm trying to think of any subject and I can't think of anything. Right. Um, I used to date the actress Sally Phillips. Is that true or false? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> There's two truths, one false. It is true. It is true. So sit down. God, do you think I couldn't date Sally Phillips? <laughs> Is that it? There's two left in, so there's one more question. You have to go. Whoever goes for the answer first will win. So if it's tr- the correct answer, obviously, will win. So Tim Minchin...
1: I first hum- met Richard in Edinburgh in 2006, and we shared a tuk-tuk from Cowgate to <laughs> Gilded Balloon. True or false? Ladies, go for true, so you have to go for false, I think. Oh, no. They can both go the same. We'll just keep going. OK, all right, we'll keep going. <laughs> or if they're both out, we keep... We split the, <laughs> <they're> 20, <laughs> hey. Uh, so, what have they both done? <laughs> they both said true. Awesome. <laughs> That's false. <laughs>
0: it's false. You you stay in, you can stay in. Stay on, you start, stay, stay, stay in. in. I first met Tim Minchin uh, in Edinburgh <laughs>
2: 2006. in
0: 2006 on Arthur's Seat, on the way up onto Arthur's Seat, not at the top. Is that true or false? Ah, they've gone for opposite things. It is false! We you think, we can't won. remember. We can't we remember how we met. But it almost Come definitely up to wasn't Come that. Up to stage. Come up, you've won. It's my wife. My wife was won. No. Here you go. You've won Tim Minchin's
1: phone.
0: You've won all this lovely stuff, and uh, part of the deal is that Tim Minchin gets to apply that in the shower later to you. There you go. What's your name? Danielle. Danielle has won the prize. Give her this £50 pounds of my money. Why not come along at home and you two can join in. Um, We're doing these uh, for most Mondays in uh, May and June. Next week we have a secret surprise (laughs) guest who hopefully will be good. There'll be someone good. We've had amazing people we're getting on this, So Next week is uh, Charlie Hickson, then Charlie Brooker, which I think sold out... uh, Nick Frost Stuart Lee Graham Linehan. Uh so do book ahead if you want to come and see these live. it's been fun hasn't it seeing it live yeah come and
1: uh, if, if, you, if you want to see an amazing gig you've got to go see the Scope gig on the 20th of May <laughs> 20th of May it is incredible and you should go it is embarrassing I'm on it and
0: Sally Phillips is on at the Scope gig as well it on is 20th the May brilliant at the gig. Apollo uh, it's Murray terrible that I'm not going to
1: be there because I wish I could be there just to watch it
0: I <laughs> do I do it's, I do. it's, it's fine fun. so thank you Ben thanks to uh, can we give a massive round of applause to Tim Minchin for a thing? My first fantastic guest. He's attempted to suck his own penis. That's what we've learnt about him. Uh, and uh, if you want to see what is love anyway, there are two more opportunities to see it at the Bluesbury Theatre on the 15th and 16th of May. Still some tickets left. Uh, this has been Richard Herring's Left Square Theatre podcast. It was produced by Ben Walker. Music by Pest. It's a uh, Fuzz and Sky Potato production. Uh, thank you very much for coming. I love you all. See you next week. Thank you. How would you like them Sky Potatoes? <laughs>